This is Alpha Geek Radio. And with that, we will begin. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, folks, for, for coming this evening. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Clinton. And for those of you who do know me, my name is Clinton, too. So that works out really, really well. Uh, I'm the host of the Comedy Forecast podcast. It's a short-form comedy podcast full of skits, sketches, and random bits of audio fun located at ComedyForecast.com. That's the elevator pitch for my show. But, you know, I was thinking, if I was ever in an elevator with some high-powered venture capitalist and I was running out of time to explain how I do my show... I would just press the emergency stop button and, and just hold my hand there until I was done. So that makes sense to me. Um, but I suppose you're wondering, well, what's going on here? If, as you know, every year we are having a show on Friday night here at DragonCon. Usually it's Comedy Forecast followed by Technorama. And when the people in charge of DragonCon said, hey, would you like to do that again? We said, Sure. What we didn't realize is they meant to put it together in the same hour. Yeah. So by the time we figured out that that's what was going on, Tom Merritt had taken the space before us and after us. <laughs> I blame Scott Johnson for this, actually, but that's another story. So we decided, well, you know, when life hands you lemons, what you do is you find, that, find the guy that taught, you taught how to fish have him catch you a salmon and have a nice dinner, right? So, in that respect, what we're going to do is we're going to share the stage this time around. Uh, no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, stop. No, no. I thought whoa. that was a cue. Yeah. No, no, I haven't even done my signature monologue yet. Really? So we're already up to page three in the script right here. <sighs> Never mind that. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm done, all right? Sure. All right. Now, where was I? Page, page three. Page three. <sighs> Shh. <laughs> All right. Morning, folks. This is your hey, captain. Hey, Technorama. Stop. <laughs> As I was saying, so last, we're, what's been happening? Well, last year, right after we had our live show, I was in the uh, Parsec Awards. I was up for a Parsec, and I lost. Yeah. I we, lost. We, you know, if... But but I'm up again this year, so yeah. keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. You know what? If we had known, we'd have, we'd have brought our power sec, and you could rub it for good luck. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, also, I was nominated for a 2013 People's Choice Podcast Award. Did you win? No, I didn't win. Right. Who'd you lose to? Scott Johnson. Uh, Conspiracy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking that. Wait a minute, this is supposed to be my monologue. Shh, be quiet. Now, where was I? <laughs> yeah. ah, thank you. I think losing. You were, yeah, you were at the losing part right there. <laughs> ah, well, anyway, so let's, let's jump more ahead to more recent times. Recently, I was at Podcast Movement in Dallas. And I know Rawls thinking the same thing. Podcast movement. That's a convention whose name has nothing to do with scatological connotations whatsoever, does it? <laughs> but uh, actually, it makes sense because as podcasters, we're always trying to get our content out, aren't we? And we're always trying to, we tend to sneak a peek at our downloads. And we are really obsessed with regularity. So quite honestly, I don't think we need listeners and sponsors. I think we need a tall glass of prune juice and a nice bran muffin. <laughs> um, and another thing that's been happening recently in podcasting is Patreon. I don't know if, if, if you're not familiar with Patreon, 
Well, first of all, congratulations on coming out of your coma and welcome back to the real world. But Patreon is a way for people to pay you every time you put out content, which explains my new podcast series, Clinton Documents His Entire Life 10 Minutes at a Time. Uh, but actually, uh, these days, what, what am I trying to say about these days? Um, well, podcasting has been through some changes recently. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, back when I started podcasting, the biggest concerns were about, oh, validating your RSS feed and maybe battling off a couple of haters. And now we spend our time worried about uh, getting our content throttled and podcast patent trolls. It's kind of like uh, podcasting has been rebooted by Christian Bale. All the same stuff is there, it just got really, really dark. <laughs> and Adam Carolla is Batman now for some reason. I can't figure that part no. out. Uh, hello? I thought that was our cue. Yes, clearly. You said wait for the pause. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Technorama. Yeah. Now? Yeah, now. Now! Good morning, folks. This is your captain speaking. Technorama. Remember when? Tech, tech, technorama. On this day in tech history. Tech, tech. And now, the news. Tech. What the chuck? Technorama. Welcome to Blockhead Video. I'm looking for a Klingon dagger. Have you seen one? Over there. In the media corner. He's blind. Technorama. Hold my beer and watch this. Unfasten your seatbelts and disregard all safety rules. Here's your flight crew. Chuck and Craig. Yep. Welcome to Technorama and Comedy Podcast. <laughs> what? Can you not put the phone down for a few minutes? No, these are my show notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought texting somebody. You can't text in podcast, right? That's not a good Yes, thing. you can. Okay. You just might have a driving accident. Yeah. <laughs> Run into a Klingon. Hey, welcome to Dragon Con, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Are you having fun yet? Have you, you got anything marked off your bingo cards yet? Yeah. Right. Some of you heard Patreon, right? I know that's on the list, because yeah. I didn't know what that word was until Mad Marv threw it on the list. <laughs> thought Patreon was a ship in Star, in, uh, Star Trek? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The that's, USS that's the one that attacked me. Yeah. <laughs> I am the unfortunate red shirt. Uh, mm -hmm. Two people asked me, they're coming in, they says, is there such a thing as a fortunate red shirt? So now I have an idea for next year. I'm going to come in with, like, gold chains and... <laughs> A lot of a lottery, lottery ticket. Yeah. yeah, this is the fortunate red shirt. <laughs> it's easier than wrapping up in this bandage, man. There is a drywall screw going through my skull. <laughs> yeah. We, we need to start with the news. We have a very slow. Oh, here we go. Bad news, nobody. <laughs> that was last night's costume and tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's right. Norway arrests their first drunk Segway driver. <laughs> All right, we have a slide for that. There you go. A bunch of Segway butts on a Segway. After lifting a ban on Segways last month, Norwegian officials have made its first arrest of a person driving their electric foot bike thing while intoxicated. 
A man was riding the Dorkmobile erratically in That's central dork. Oslo when he was pulled over. According to the BBC, the man was exhibiting, quote, strange behavior while riding around in the center of Oslo. And he appeared to be struggling to balance, which is usually the case with most intoxicated people, only it's more exaggerated on a Segway. <laughs> I've ridden one. If you're not sober, you're pretty obvious. The arrest was made as a result of the weird behavior, but a blood test has not yet confirmed whether the man was actually drunk. This from the BBC. They are still awaiting the results of the blood test, but Finn Eric Gronevlevin, head of the Oslo Traffic Police, is already concerned Segway users may think rules about drinking and driving don't apply to them. Segways were previously illegal in Norway because their high speed would require them to be classified as mopeds. They were eventually legalized out of hope that they'd, quote, revolutionize traffic patterns, unquote, the BBC reports. Wow. Seems like some things are just the same, right? Yeah. Drinking and I, driving. I, I think, isn't that a requirement, like in Georgia, that you have to be intoxicated to drive a Segway? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, I did check the local laws for that Just one. Just check it. Yeah. All right. I did see an officer cruising down the sidewalk on one of these things. I think they had the governor off on these because she the was hauling faster than I could run. Oh, yeah? So if I were a bad guy on foot, the police segues are much faster. We put some stickers on it and get it in the race. Hey. <laughs> hey. That might work. Yeah, that might work. All right. On with the news. You know what? No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> we have so, so much safe. talent in this show I'll let you know when we find it I think it's news time <laughs> On this day in tech history For August 29, 2014 With our special guest Dick Bando Dick Bando here as well <laughs> You don't have the notes <laughs> This ought to be interesting. Dick Bando will wing it. This is the 241st day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. It's a bit of a uh, anagram because there are just 124 days remaining until 2014 is over. How about that? It was on this date in 708 that copper coins are minted in Japan for the first time. And that same date in 1831, Michael Faraday discovers electromagnetic induction. Electromagnetic? He's nowhere now, is he? <laughs> what happened to him? Share your notes with Clint. I mean, with Dick. Oh, yeah. that might work. No, not really. No. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. The Mount Washington Cog Railway opens, making it the world's first rack. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. First rack railway today in 1869. <laughs> That's. Gottlieb Daimler uh, patents the world's first internal combustion motorcycle, the Wright Wagon, on this date in 1885. Well, that was a Rottweiler. <laughs> in August 29, 1898, the Goodyear Tire Company is founded. It was today, in 1922, when the first radio advertisement is broadcast on W... Oh, is that a word? WEFA? Oh, W-E-A-F-A-M in New York City. It sounded something like this. Crunchy munchies are the best. Look delicious on your vest. Serve them to unwanted guests. Stuff the mattress with the rest. <laughs> 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 
The Soviet Union cast its first atomic bomb today in 1949. It was known as Lightning or Joe One. A semi-platinous in Kazakhstan somewhere. And 49 years ago, the Gemini 5 spacecraft returns to Earth, landing in the Atlantic Ocean. Go now, for it. I you realize that Craig was going to read this one, but he gave it to me. The synthetic chemical element... That's where I got this injury. Atomic number 109 is first synthesized at the... Oh, the in Germany today in 1982. That's easy for you to say. Oh, it certainly is. <laughs> Happy birthday goes out of the state of Polish mathematician and astronomer Jan Snajdyki. Born today on this date in 1756. And the founder of Delco Electronics 1876, Charles F. Kietering, was born today in... 1876. <laughs> Redundant, but <laughs> somebody's got to edit it this. The first time. Yeah. English actor, director, and producer Richard Attenborough. Wait, I'll say that with better with his accent. Since he's passed away, he should be honored in such humor. English director, actor, <laughs> and producer Richard Attenborough, just days shy of his 89th birthday, died. No, he was born today. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Here's an easy one, Dick. And the king of pop, Michael Jackson, would turn 56 today, and Bubbles... How old would Bubbles be at this point? I, I believe think. Bubbles is also dead. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Wow. Take it away, Craig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sharing... Remember, you took a pledge before you <laughs> before they started the show. And sharing 55th birthdays today are astronaut Chris Hadfield and English physicist and mathematician Stephen Wolfram. Is that the Wolfram from Wolfram Alpha? Alpha Wolfram? Is it in beta yet? Yes. And that's the way it was on this day in history for August 29, 2014, whether you like it or not. There you go. Well... I think that it's gone pretty well. You know, I think we we finally got the rhythm going here about how this is going to work. You know, we, we're doing a <laughs> as yeah. best we can. As best that we as we have, can. You know, comedy forecast going, and then Technorama going, and then we go back to comedy forecast. I think the only thing that screwed up at a point like this would be, oh, say if uh, John Bell from Bells in the Bat Free would have suddenly oh, show please, up. No. A, no, oh please, no! Oh dear, go oh, good heavens! Oh. <laughs> something that you will want to take part in and partake of. I am John Bell of Bells in the Battery. Who here has heard Bells in the Battery? Who here has heard of Bells in the Battery? Who here has heard a bell? That is good. Fine. Yeah. I, as you know, as you know, if you've been listening to it, has ceased doing Bells in the Battery. Oh. However, I have written a book which is now available. <laughs> The Devil's Pinata, starring Buckshot, an action-adventurer. I advise you to get the audio version because, A, I voice it, and B, I make more money that way. It is on Amazon. It is on Audible.com. It is on iTunes. It is on the table in front of this lady. I know you're looking at her, so now you're looking at this. And I was told there'd be young ladies scantily clad in here. I've been 
John. disappointed. John. So go on John. to one of those John. places. And John, we what? need you. Cut. Take it down. You're up here. We need you way down here someplace. I told you someone had talent in this room. <laughs> no, you, you misunderstood. For, no, we need you way down here. Like in the no- lower floor. <laughs> the escalator. <laughs> All right, now we can carry on with what we were doing. Wait a minute, I'm supposed to have this room. They promised me this room. I slipped somebody a tin spot. I should have given them money. Yes, well, <laughs> tin spot. <clears throat> Please, why don't you have a seat, and, and we will carry on with the show, and you can stay up here if you, if you like. <laughs> I'll just sit here. Matter of fact, John, uh, John, I, uh, you you might have you might want to help us out with this next segment. Do you do you, do you magically have a copy of a script that we? No, I like to ad lib. Okay, very good. <laughs> Wait, I gotta get my ad libs out. Oh, incidentally, what kind of prizes are they? Sheraton. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Oh, I'll boy. do that later. Like I said, it was going so well. Yeah, wasn't it? I have here my formerly nicotine stained finger. Okay. Oh, do we start now? We're, we're doing. Are we doing this one? Am <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I doing that when you all this on page three? All right. Your part is highlighted different than mine. It is. I don't. Re- I don't read your part. <laughs> Aside from the improvement, they won't notice the difference. Will you two stop it? It's time for the basically... I'm not loud enough. (laughs) I was just just saying to Clint, I don't think you need a microphone. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's time for the basically podcast show. With your host, Lenny Treetop, brought to you by John Bell's brand new book, The Devil's Pinata, available in all sorts of great places everywhere. You can't even turn around without seeing one. That's not a joke. That's a real book. Three hours, perfect for the drive home. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's everywhere, just like, oh, and the w- little wicker baskets, which are, <laughs> excuse me, I had burritos for lunch. <laughs> They're uh, everywhere. Wow. That and, rocks. And now here's your host, Lenny. I get my intro from a guy from my favorite podcast. Thanks, Leo. You're welcome, Mr. Conroy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lenny, and this is my downstairs neighbor, Cindy. Like, hey, Lenny. Hey, Cindy. Well, here we are again at Dragon Con. Like, I wanted to, like, ask you about that. How come you always come here and you never go to, like, the World Science Fiction Convention? Basically, Worldcon is in a new city, in a different country, in a different part of the world, every year. Like, yeah? Well, basically, I think it's just a cover for an international band of jewel thieves. (laughs) Like, that? actually makes sense. Yeah, it makes more sense than my old idea. Like, what was it? Basically, I thought that Worldcon lost its keys and kept going to different places to look under couch cushions to find them. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right? I mean, Worldcon is pretty big. It probably rented a van. 
whatever. <laughs> By the way, you haven't even given your show an episode number yet. Oh, right. Uh, basically, this is episode number Susie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to start naming my episodes after people in my live audience. Like There's one. <laughs> like, Lenny, this is like the only time all year you have a live audience. Yeah. So basically, I have to take a mental image of them to keep in my mind. <laughs> Wow, basically this is hard when they keep moving. Basically it's like trying to take a mental picture with one of those old-timey film cameras. You mean the picture is blurry because they're like moving? No, because basically it's hard to see things in sepia tone. Like, like why don't you take an actual picture instead? That idea rocks. Like, why don't you do it? Well, basically, I don't have a camera. (sighs) Like, I do. Oh, cool. Can I be in the picture? Like, I guess. Okay. Excuse me. This seat is empty, right? Like, (laughs) Like, I guess. You're Wait, yeah. I can't get everyone in. Y'all get together. Okay, uh, that guy in the black there, you, you need to lean in. Okay, smile, or maybe not. You, stop smiling. Please, stop smiling. <laughs> you're Cindy, right? Yeah, and you're like... Who? I'm Chuck. You've heard of me, right? Like, no. Basically, I have... You're Lenny, right? Basically. Like, who is it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought I was talking about Chuck. Hi, I, I'm... You know me, right? I'm, I'm Craig, right? Well, right. Yeah, I know. I mean, and that's right. Right? Yeah, that's right. Like, this is so weird. Basically. <laughs> like, whatever. I'm, like, out of here. Hey, Craig. You can hang around for a few minutes, right? <laughs> you know, I, I think I can. Yeah, sure. Yeah, basically, I think they can. Right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Rocks. Right? Right. Basically. Right? Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, right? Absolutely. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Like. Yeah. Right. Basically. You know, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, I see. You know. You know. Like. Like. Right. What? Um. Like. Like. Enough. Of, oh, sorry. Not Cindy. <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> it's like listening to a Keanu Reeves acting class. Get off the stage! Yes, ma'am! Introduce me, Belle! Right. Uh, It is now time for a word from our sponsor. 
Well, our other sponsor, aside from the Devil's Pinata, written by John Bell, available wherever amazing things are available to be amazingly purchased with real cash money that I could certainly use. And, um, um, um. Cut to the chase, bat, bat free brain. Little wicker baskets, they're everywhere. Hello, I'm Abby Fallmacher, owner of the Little Wicker Basket Company. Little wicker baskets, they're everywhere. And whether you're looking for a basket small enough to hold all the best picture Oscars awarded to Michael Bay, or big enough to give everyone in this room the ice bucket challenge all at once, (laughs) we have you covered. Oh, and don't worry, I'm not going to drench you with ice water. You're just lucky this panel isn't on Sunday afternoon, when you'll all be riper than a stack of week-old bananas. (laughs) Now, to my big announcement. As you know, every year here at DragonCon, I announce our new line of Little Wicker Baskets. And this year is no exception. I'm happy to announce the Little Wicker Basket Smartwatch. (laughs) Here's how it works. You simply attach your smartphone to the inside of this custom basket, like I've done here. Can everyone see that? By the way, this is your first look at the new iPhone. A bit bigger than you thought it would be, hmm? Anyway, once your phone is attached, simply carry your basket on your wrist like this. (laughs) Then any time you get a notification, you simply turn your wrist, and there you go. Hey, Toto. And if you don't want to get notified... And if you don't want to get notifications, simply put something in the basket on top of the phone. It's so simple, even a podcaster can do it. Oh. Oh. Excuse me, Miss Tessmacher. Uh, Miss Mackelheimer. Miss Fallmacher, but what if you get a phone call? When did this become a Q&A session, Bell? <laughs> Besides, what do you think speaker phones are for? The Little Wicker Basket smartwatch is compatible with every smartphone on the market. So even you Windows phone use losers can get it on this one. Well, that's all the time I have. Play me out, Bell. <laughs> the proceeding has been a message from Little Wicker Basket. They're everywhere. Facts and strange stories. As if it doesn't get stranger than this. Yeah. There's we fit a new low. I think we need more podcasters in this show. Mm. This news in! A Swiss startup creates a wearable chair so you can rest anywhere! (laughs) Doesn't that look comfortable? Yeah. I need to sit down.
Most of the wearable gadgets getting people hot and bothered either strap onto your face or your wrist. Or you wear them like a basket. But They're Swiss, everywhere. Swiss They're everywhere. startup Nuni has cooked up a little something that straps to your legs instead. <laughs> Doing the news here. Well, maybe it's not exactly little. In a bid to keep... I'm not even going to look. In a bid to keep factory line workers more alert and more comfortable during their shifts, the five-person team has developed a locking leg support device they call the chairless chair. Is that like hairless hair? Yeah. They call it the chairless chair. Yeah. Okay, just want to be sure about that. Like, like the emperor's new clothes, I guess. Yeah. Once you get strapped in, all it takes is a press of a button to get settled. The aluminum and carbon fiber frame holds whatever position your legs take and essentially becomes, well, an invisible chair. The secret sauce here is that a battery-powered dampening system eases the load on your lower back and legs by supporting your body weight and directing it down into your heels. <laughs> Noonie's curious wearable is still firmly in the prototype phase. The precursor of the Iron Man suit. <laughs> Though Audi and BMW will soon take the thing for a spin on its production lines. <laughs> But, yeah. if it, but if it works as well as again. The, yeah. if it works as well as the team says it does, expect every haggard commuter or frenzied blogger cranking out stories at a trade show, or podcasters doing their thing, whatever they do, to own one soon enough. And the question begs: What is the next great invention this company will come out with? The strap-on toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Would that be the would that be the crapless crapper? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It's going so well. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, who brought this guy? <laughs> Alright. We have another video. Oh, okay. Another so, podcaster. Alright, so um one of the our, our local uh, friendly podcasters is actually not that local. Uh, Grant Pachoco. He's on the internet, so he's local. That's everywhere. right. If you're yeah. familiar with the Raid Adventures of Dr. Floyd, uh, Grant is in charge of that and his uh, latest venture, which is uh, Saturday Morning Media. Uh, but Grant couldn't be here, so I thought, well, why don't we try to do something as if you were here? Uh, so we had worked on a script in case he was able to show he couldn't. So. <laughs> It's um, not a touch screen. I don't, John. Uh, we'll have to explain technology. Okay, so. Oh! Hey, Clinton! It's me, Grant. I'm really sorry again that I can't be there for the convention. That's okay. It, I'm back here in Hollywood working on some super secret projects, and. Well, I, I really wanted to be part of the event, so that's why I loved your idea about me recording my half of the script so that we could still do this bit. Oh, perfect. Uh, do you, do you have, I have my script right here. No, that's that's two. This is three. And uh, <laughs> I think I start. Oh, no, Let three. Another see. version. Yes, yes, I do. All right, here we go. You ready? It's not going to go. Good. <clears throat> it's great to see you here at the convention, Clinton. See, this isn't working. There's a uh, wrong version of the script, Grant. says here that we shake hands. It's because you're... <laughs> Clinton, you didn't change the script. I did. You have the wrong. I have to use my finely honed improv skills to come up with something else other than shaking hands. I oh, know. 
I got it. Fist bump. High five. Not even close. Okay. <laughs> Do it. All right, back to the script. Did you have a good flight here? Well, actually, no, I was going to... Awesome. Well, at least one of us did. <laughs> My flight here was a real hassle. Uh, this, you didn't fly here. Yeah, our plane ran into some bad weather coming out of Los Angeles, so we had to make a temporary landing oh, at a this... different airport. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, Salt Lake City? Tokyo. Oh, <laughs> well, that's bad. No, that's good. I've never been to Japan. Oh, well, that's good. No, that's bad. I didn't bring my passport, and for some bizarre reason, everybody else on the plane did. Man, those people knew how to pack. Uh, so I was the only one who had to stay on the plane the entire time we were there. Oh, well, that's bad. No, that's good, because I was the only one on board. So I got to use the drink cart as a big metal skateboard. I took it up near the cockpit, gave it a push, hopped on board, and sailed down the aisle. Oh, well, that's good. No, that's bad, because I couldn't find the brakes, and I nearly broke my neck when we hit the back wall. I think we're back to bad again. No, that's good, because I don't like... Oh, wait... No. <laughs> How can that be? This is a this is a video. They can't possibly be buffering. What? Oh, oh. I, no, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Let's all go oh, to the lobby. Let's all go to the Just what? jumping up and down and up and down and Uh-oh. up and down on top of him. And that is where I got this shirt. Uh, but the real moral of the story I mean, is not, never not. trust a koala. Oh, dear. I... And that is why I had to get out of Australia in a hurry. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you're, but I'm really uh, looking forward to being here at this convention. Yeah, uh, Who are you hoping to see, Clinton? Uh, uh, John Bell. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> No. I just hope that he can hold his liquor this year. Oh, I was, I was supposed to say the bartender. The I hear bartender. he dropped a few bottles to... of expensive champagne last week. It's a good thing the hotel didn't fire him. Yeah, yeah, good thing. Good thing there, Grant. Well, what do you say we stop all this chatter and really get this party rocking? I would like that There's no much. way to get a party rocking any better than by taking out the mandolin. Because when you think of rock and roll... You think of the mandolin. I'd like to sing a song for you now that is a true story. This really happened to me. My cat started talking about a week ago. And the only things he says is I am and I know. And although his powers of speech came as quite a shock to me. What's most surprising is he says both things very sarcastically. I said, you're a talking cat. He said, I know. I said, cats aren't supposed to talk. He said, I am. Well, I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to do about that. But it seems I have myself a sarcastic talking cat.
music tone got him in trouble unfortunately yesterday afternoon out on the street he was doing just fine until the moment when an enormous talking dog he did meet the dog said i'm bigger than you the cat said i knew the dog said you better be afraid of me my cat said i Well, he's home from the vet now, and I'm happy about that. I just hope he's learned his lesson about being a sarcastic cat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, it's all. Thank you. Thank you. Please. please. No. Please. Come. Thank you. They're not Thank doing you anything so there. much. No, they stopped. Thank you they very stopped, much. You guys. No, they're not doing it. <sighs> no. Stop. They I, did. I don't have time for they're one not more. Thank for you. Anymore. Please. Ah, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey. Well, Clinton, uh, I, I hope this helps. Uh, I think it worked pretty great, and I think it was a pretty seamless way to show that uh, I was really there at the convention. In fact, I'm sure most people didn't even know that it was recorded. Oh, I think they <laughs> All right, noticed. I'll see you later. Uh, see you later, everybody. Have a great time, and I hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye-bye, Grant. Bye, Grant. Uh, turn this off. Okay, so uh, okay. Oh. oh, thank goodness Wait. that is over. But is the pool still open? Oh. All right, I gotta get down to the I pool. Think, Woo! I think I better cut that now. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Grant. <laughs> and now we're on to, I believe, the Geek Library. Oh yes, yes, we have a uh, very popular book that I grew up with as a child. This is called <laughs> Fun with Kirk and Spock. <laughs> Some of my favorite pages. Shh, don't what? wake him. <laughs> we won't have a movie if you do. No, go ahead. I feel fatigued again. <laughs> See Spock. See Spock push down his feelings. Down, down, down. Push, push, push. No one on Vulcan smiles. See Spock. See Spock raises his hand for the traditional Vulcan greeting. Live long and prosper, says Spock. See the ensign. See, the ensign tried to get his fingers to cooperate. <laughs> you guys didn't have a book like this when you were kids? <laughs> oh, I thought everybody did. Oh, no, you can buy it. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Uh, you can buy this book. <laughs> Who didn't see that coming? Really cheap. <laughs> no real funds. No, I'm pretty sure this is available on Amazon. It is a real Amazon. book. It is a real, is book. real book. Yeah. Also, uh, we, uh, I think we saw when I pulled this up was Good Night... Darth Vader. Good night, Darth Vader. Yes, <laughs> had Darth Vader with. Uh, he was falling asleep while reading a book to his son and daughter, who are jumping <laughs> recklessly on the bed. Yeah, which happens to all of us. Yes. So absolutely. add those to your children's library when you're raising your kids, and I think you have a much more enlightened childhood. Sure. And. Oh, oh hey, I didn't plug the thing back yet. <laughs> it was buzzing after Grant was so transparently here. Yeah. Pardon the pop. Pardon me, I got that. There we go. Welcome to Blockhead Video. Hey, where can I find some good information about music and TV and videos and things? Over here, in the media corner. And now to you. Denny Hillcrest here, along with my close personal friend, 
I'm E. Kenchpard. We're uh, here to talk about this summer's summer movies. I love it! Well, actually, you can't say summer movies. I mean, all of them are movies. But some are good, some are not so summer. good. <laughs> uh, I'm going home now. Okay. Uh, I say 2014 was a great summer for summertime motion picture movies. I guess. As usual, I have to base a lot of what I know on trailers, the word on the street, and partial bit torrents. Actually, I spent a lot of the summer perfecting my selfie skills. And I got a lot better at it once I realized that you're supposed to use the camera that's facing you to take the selfie. Up until that point, I'd been looking like I was photobombing a landscape shot. I... <laughs> Speaking of bombs, How to Train Your Dragon 2 never got off the ground this summer at the box office when it came to box office. And I say, that's good. I mean, who wants a movie that's a training video? Come on, leave that for job orientation, which nowadays is called onboarding. Because everything sounds way better when it sounds like you're about to get on board a Southwest Airlines flight. Check in early or you'll be sitting in the galley helping them load peanuts in your little boxes. Another big movie this summer was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see this one because I tend to sleep late. So I plan to catch noonish of the planet of the apes. Noonish. Or maybe mid-afternoon of the planet of the apes. Oh, why they show it? Dawn, that's the stupid thing. Me too. Meanwhile, the Disney Marvel continued its long string of hits with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it succeeded because it used a time-honored formula of combining a green Orion slave girl, a walking, talking Lord of the Rings tree a member of the all-female touring cast of Blue Man Group, and the most dangerous creature of them all, Howard the Duck. Don't, no, wait, that's not fair. You threw in a spoiler. You mean that Howard the Duck is in the movie? Well, that, and then he spoiled the movie. So I guess Howard was the actual spoiler, if you look at it that way. Yeah, well, nothing says spoiled like a spoiled spoiler. Does anyone understand what he's saying? Another movie you all might have seen is X-Men. I can feel every word. Gaze <laughs> of Future Past. I wanted to see this one too, but I waited a few days past the future day, and the movie had already passed. But as soon as X-Men, Knights of Past Blue Perfect, so far in the future, that part of our future is in their past, I'm there. Speaking of horrors from the past, there was another Godzilla movie this summer. This time, the movie was all about the total obliteration of Matthew Broderick's performance by Bryan Cranston. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, yeah, there was Godzilla on one side, Bryan Cranston on the other side, and Malcolm in the middle. (laughs) And Malcolm in the middle. See, Brian Cranston I should just let you hang there for about five minutes. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the movies, The Expendables 3 crashed and burned at the box office, continuing Harrison Ford's long, sad, unfortunate string of bad choices, including Crossing Over, Extraordinary Measures, Paranoia, 
and deciding to use his legs to walk onto the set of the Star Wars film. <laughs> For the kiddos, there was the reboot of C.I.'s Magnus and Charles. Uh, what? Tiny music, nature. We get the purge. Arnie Key. <laughs> I like any movie that has my name in the title. <laughs> Your turn. Into the Storm, a movie about a town hit by nonstop string of tornadoes, was another loser. Let's face it, if your tornado doesn't have sharks in it, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Not to mention Earth to Echo. So we won't. Exactly. Well, that's it for me, Denny Hillcrest. I'm off to see The 100-Foot Journey, which I'm guessing is a documentary about how far you can walk before you run into somebody singing Let It Go. (laughs) (laughs) You sound as good as I did with the buzz. And I'm on the conspired. I'm off to see Lucy. Because that crazy redhead got some splaining to do. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I think we need a paper towel to wipe off the microphone over there. (laughs) We need a big beach towel. Or a mop. (laughs) We have one other element of the show that we have never tried before. Oh, I think it's that elephant. Sorry. Yeah. How are we doing with those bingo words? Do I need to have a... uh... I need a few more. Instagram. <laughs> you can't shout out your own words. <laughs> Who else is am I going to shout out? <laughs> sure you can, Chuck. PayPal. <laughs> That's Netflix. I mean, not funny. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Anybody got bingo yet? All right, then let's keep... Keep saying words. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to get to the next part. We Webster.com. <laughs> no. Shh. That's for another purpose. Yes. Remember oh, the oath. Much later. Remember yeah. the oath. That's for Flipper. <laughs> That's another purpose. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're going to try. Out, we're going to try. We are something new here. We are. We are going to try a game show. Who's old enough to remember Match Game in the seventies with Gene Rayburn? Yeah, he would give you a sentence with a blank in it, and the celebrities would have to fill in the blank. So, our host is not Gene Rayburn. It's John Bell. I'm still alive. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to the match game. And let's look at our contestants now. And our first contestant is... Me. And our second contestant is... Myself. And our third not this guy or this guy. And this one's escaping. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm smart gonna, one. Yeah, the smart one. I'm, we have locked the doors. It costs $5 to get out. Or you can purchase a copy of the <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I will write the sequel. That's a threat. Now, here are the questions. Now, when I have the contestants fill in the blank, if anyone here has a better answer, raise your hand. We may have prizes. Except that I haven't given them to her yet. Yeah, basically that would help. Yeah. yeah. The free prizes are free audio copies of The Devil's Pinata. They're free at half price. With a small handling charge. See, I'm handling them now. There you go. Our lovely assistant will hand them out if she can find her way out from behind the screen. Oh, she's having a screen test. Okay. 
Here's the first question, fill in the blank. This year at Dragon Con, Adam Savage is dressed up as a blank. A blank. Do we have our, we have our, we have our we music. music. I want my music. Excuse me. No, that, I don't know what that is. Yes. a copy of Devil's Pinata instead of printing it out. Influence you. Thank you. 
saying is... Loki's pinata stick. <laughs> I like it. This thing is... Funky clarinet. Whoa! There you go. Hey, I won! Not sure, but it's banned in 49 states. Welcome to Georgia. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got the, it's a four or five. And actually, it's more like three. Okay. It's a couple more questions on it. Yeah. Are you with her? What? One more. John, we got we got a signal. We're, we almost got to wrap it. So we have time for one more question. One more. One more. Okay. I swear this is written down. I just took a big blank. <laughs> I just took a big <laughs> When you're finished, repeat your hand. He's pondering. I can't believe he's pondering. He's going to his thesaurus. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There was a thesaurus roaming around in cosplay last night. Ate up all the other little thesaurus. thesaurus. Yes, you sure is. <laughs> huh? That would be amazing. I'm done. I've been ready. I just took a big swing at the devil's pinata. <laughs> I just took a big pinata. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't want to know what you do. Yeah. I just took a big self-esteem hit by being here tonight. Help me. <laughs> We can say it many times, and John is still going to go. All right. Silt. It's what's nice. at the bottom of the river. A little filth. Silt. Silt. Yeah. Not silt. Oh, silt. Give us your filth one of those things. <laughs> we have time for one more. Are we done? No, no we are done. We're going to close say, up. He did that to cross off a Because nobody ever said anti-disestablished material. Oh. Yeah. There's five, more. There's five more. Does anybody really want one? Or do you want to say a thing? We have, we have a few more copies of the Devil's Pinata up here. Thank you all. Thank you to John Bell. Thank yes, thank him very much. Thank you. It almost makes us feel glad we invited him, doesn't it? I, well, let's not get it crazy now. And we will see you again next year. Rate us. Yes. We like fives. Rate us fives yeah. on the app. On the Dragon uh, Con app, rate us five. There you go. <laughs> and don't forget, you spell five in binary. How? 
One, one zero, zero one. one. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>